Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of SVN on the Go, our first episode back of 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Julian Banuelos. And I'm your co-host, Michelle Masoke. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. SVN on the Go is our monthly podcast curated especially for commercial real estate professionals to leverage the power of SVN's unique platform. Our mission is not only to empower SVN advisors and staff with tips and resources to help advance their career, but to offer a personal insight into the lives of the people that make up our SVN network. Today, we're interviewing Robin Santiago, Managing Director of SVN Capital West Partners based out of San Jose, California. He has over 13 years of industry experience and has successfully closed over 1 million square feet of transactions in his career. Some of his past clients include Fox Interactive Media, Beacon Development Group, and several private family trusts. Robin has experience with office, industrial, retail, and land properties, and enjoys working on the investment sales side of the business. So Robin, it's great to have you as our guest today for SVN On The Go. Thanks for being our first guest of 2020. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm really excited to be part of the podcast. I listened to uh, quite a few of them, really enjoyed them, and uh, hopefully I can add some value to the listeners. Um, looking yeah. forward to the conversation. Thank you so much for being our guest, Robin. We'd love to learn more about you. So walk us through your background and current role at SVN Capital West Partners. Yeah, so, um, so I'm the newest franchisee for SVN. I'm based out of San Jose, California. Uh, my firm's called Capital West Partners, and I, I specialize in the uh, brokerage of office, industrial, and retail investment properties here in the Bay Area. But um, Kind of growing up, I actually wasn't even interested in real estate. Um, I didn't even know commercial real estate as an industry existed when I was in high school. I, um, you know, when I was in high school, I actually wanted to join the military. I was in ROTC. I wanted to graduate and become like an 82nd Airborne Ranger, jump out of, jump out of an airplane in a parachute and just, you know, kind of do some crazy things. But um, uh, when I actually enlisted, I uh, went down to the, um, medical entrance processing command i think is what they call it and um I, they disqualified me because i i actually have asthma so they said hey sorry you can't uh you know you're you can't you can't cut it in the military <laughs> so i decided you know complete 180 do something completely different with my career but i do have a tremendous profound respect for people that do serve so um i went into college i went to to college in san francisco um my junior year i was you know, kind of trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my career. And uh, my mom, of all people, she actually kind of, um, you know, she she actually worked at Collier's International for about 20 years as an accountant. And she used to take me to all the, uh, the corporate events. She used to, you know, kind of bring me along to all their meetings. And then that's how I kind of got introduced to the industry. So I decided, you know, maybe I'll give this a shot. I uh, took on an internship in college. Uh, worked underneath a really successful broker in San Francisco, kind of learned a lot of like what not to do in the business, what to do in the business, kind of sat in on a lot of meetings. And, um, you know, that really helped me out because that uh, kind of gave me the foundation to mm. succeed in this industry. Yeah. So uh, so once that was finished, um, you know, I graduated college and it was time to kind of become a full-time broker, did my rounds and then um, spent uh, spent about seven years doing leasing work with Kidder Matthews down here in the Bay Area, and then eventually got into investment sales. That's when I joined uh, the Case Group uh, in 2014. 
That oh, was you're braver. <laughs> no, that's amazing. And you're a, you're a braver man than I am. I, I cannot imagine jumping out of planes, doing all that. But hey, you decided to, to come on with SVN. So something similar, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, it's uh, it's kind of diving into the unknown with commercial real estate. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. But, um, yeah, so that was, uh, you know, that was, um, like I said, I, you know, kind of worked my first job uh, doing leasing work um, for Kidder Matthews, representing a lot of tech companies here, a lot of startups, a lot of kind of middle market companies with their office leasing transactions. And um, it wasn't until like I joined CCIM and I started taking CCIM classes that I really started to develop a passion for investment sales. And like, it's, I think that completely kind of changed my perspective on what I wanted to do long-term in commercial real estate. So once I started doing that, I decided just to focus on the sales side. I mean, I do a, a little bit of leasing here and there, but then for the most part, um, I do like to spend most of my time on the investment sales side of the tran- of, of the business. No, yeah, that's amazing. And you talked a little bit earlier about uh, making that transition from the case group, being a producer, and then coming on to SVN and now being a managing director in the system. What made you make that transition? How has that transition been so far, especially with what has been just going on in the world right now with all the craziness of COVID and just the world generally yeah. being in a weird place right now? Yeah, yeah, great question. I um, Yeah, so, you know, I was just focused on being a producer, like you said, at the case group and had some really good years there. Um, and then, you know, it was kind of, I was at a point in my career where I was like, I need to kind of think ahead. Um, I'm kind of a, I'm definitely a goal oriented person. And part of, um, part of my goals in life is to stop my own brokerage. And that was always something that was always on the back of my mind. And then, you know, I realized now was a better time as any, of course, this was December of 2019 <laughs> prior to COVID, um, signed up, told Mark Seinfeld I'd launch in March and then the world completely changed. But, <laughs> but this doesn't uh, discourage me at all because I look at, um, you know, half of the companies on the Fortune 500 uh, all started uh, during a recessionary period. So I think now is a better time as any to start a new venture uh, because, yeah, COVID, um, you know, one thing that this will do is it will weed out a lot of mediocre brokers. It'll weed out a lot of me- mediocre brokerages. And I think that's going to create more opportunities for guys and gals that are doing the right thing, you know, pounding the pavement, talking to clients, really adding value to clients. And, you know, that was um, that kind of my, my mindset going into this, even with COVID. The, the transition um, so far has been extremely smooth, extremely seamless. Everyone at corporate has been super, super supportive. Um, you know, every time I have a question, it's always super easy for me to just, you know, ring um Anyone at corporate, ask them a question or call any other uh, managing directors that's part of SVN. Uh, just the other day, I had a question about um, commission splits and, and just management type questions. And I reached out to our, our office in San Rafael, Gary Gustafson. And, um, you know, within a few minutes, he sent me an email with, um, you know, all the answers to my questions. So that's kind of the, the collaborative nature, the collaborative environment that I really appreciate about SVN. And that's kind of what led me to wanting to, to affiliate with SVN and start my own brokerage here. That's really interesting. That's really interesting. That's a very um, interesting perspective. And I like how you you title that experience of being you know, a producer or, or 
a part of your franchise as an adventure during COVID. I think that's a very motivated um, perspective to have during this tough time. And leads to actually our next question. So we know that you recently just got married. How has it been, you know, in quarantine and what has been your favorite part to play in this whole in this whole thing? So guys, this is probably the most important question of all the questions you guys are gonna ask me. I gotta make sure I get this right. (laughs) Otherwise, (laughs) she's not gonna give me approval to to, to publish this stuff. Yeah, (laughs) no, but um, yeah, I got married uh, two years ago, uh, August 18, 2018. Tomorrow, as we record this, is actually our two year anniversary. So um, it's, yeah, (laughs) it's it's been great. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'm a, I'm a lucky guy. I'm a lucky dude. Um, yeah, Janine's uh, she's super supportive. She's kind of been my biggest supporter throughout all of this, and also, in a lot of ways, my biggest devil's advocate when it comes to certain things. Because when I told her, hey, you know, I wanted to start my own firm, she said, let's okay, put put together a business plan and present it to me, and let me see what you got, <laughs> and tell you know, let give me give me your plans, and then I'll tell you um, you know my honest opinion. And she's she's great in a lot of ways because she really challenges me and um, and pushes me to kind of kind of do better, think outside the box. So I really appreciate that about her. Um, you know, I guess that you know one of my favorite things about you know, the, the shelter in place period is that you know we get to spend more time together. Um, we dusted off our old we from back in the college days, and oh, <laughs> you know, we we started. <laughs> since we've got love plenty of time, that we started playing. That. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of Mario Kart and, and just kind of enjoying, you know, each other's company. But um, but at the same time, we're actually so her and I are both uh, we're both goal oriented people. So we she her and I are both in the MBA program at uh, Santa Clara University. We're, we're kind of wrapping that up right now. I'll be done in a couple of months and she'll be done. Yeah. So she'll be she'll be right there, right behind me, done in a couple of months after me. Um, so, you know, we're spending a lot of time doing that as well. So it's been uh it's it's been a good you know great use of our time um you know one thing one thing that i will say about you know all this free time that we all have as as brokers as advisors during covid is that um you know this is this is kind of a great way to sharpen your skills you know develop new skills improve um improve yourself yeah as advisors um kind of reminds me of an old quote um I don't know if you guys are basketball fans, but Allen Iverson, he had a famous rant where he talked about practice. I don't know if you guys remember that, where he, he was screaming at his coach because he missed a couple of practices. And he, he said, what are we talking about practice? Well, I <laughs> yes, love we were talking quote. about, Allen Iverson you remember that? You remember that quote? quote? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he, you know, he's a naturally gifted basketball player. And he's, you know, his argument was, hey, you know, I do this for a living. I'm great at this. You know, if I miss one or two practices, so what? But, you know, as advisors, you know, like my, me, myself in general, I'm not naturally gifted at doing brokerage. So I have to put in the practice. <laughs> I've got to put in the time to improve my, my skills, hone in on, you know, hone in on new skills and really improve my pitch, um, how to prospect for new clients, how to service clients. Um, and that takes time. And that's, that's what we all have during this shelter in place period during this weird period in our time is we've got plenty of time to kind of be better at what we do, be better at our craft. 
That's actually really interesting because all of these points that you are touching on have to do with branding. So I would love to know, as you know, a marketing pro- professional myself, how you have been using quarantine to better brand yourself on top of all of the additional learning you're doing. Great question, Michelle. I, um, you know, during during this time, as I'm tra- transitioning into starting this firm. Um, I reached out to a lot of my existing and, and past clients and um, told them that I was starting, you know, SVN here in San Jose and told them about the SVN difference, told them about how collaborative in nature that we are as a company. And um, actually, I was able to get a pretty sizable listing from a, a previous client. You know, he said, hey, Robin, I'm thinking about uh, putting my office building on the market. You know, I was thinking about listing it with this other firm. Uh, why don't you throw your hat in the ring, put together a proposal, and let me see what you guys got. So I, you know, I put together a nice presentation, talked about the SEN difference, talked about how we service our clients differently from other brokerages out there, and how we collaborate with every brokerage on the planet. And he really liked that. So um, he actually gave me the assignment. He said, go ahead and, you know, uh, I'm going to choose you over these other guys, put it out to the market, and, um, and let's see if we can get this thing sold. Um, and this morning, I actually presented it for the first time on SVN Live. So that was pretty cool. No, that's amazing. And it's funny. It's like it's I r- literally feel like you're reading off my script right now because one of our next questions was, give us a quote. But we already know practice. You're talking about practice. That's going to be, <laughs> gonna be the new Robin Santiago quote. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, well, I, I do have another quote for you that, <laughs> that, that gets me motivated, gets me inspired. Um, another, um, I, as you can probably tell I'm a big basketball fan. Um, I grew up watching Michael Jordan. I was a big Bulls fan, um, you know, for oh everyone God, in Chicago. Got a Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. Exactly. And he had a great quote. Um, he said, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and miss. I failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. And that quote right there just gives me chills because when I read that for the first time, I said, you know, man, this is perfect. You know, Jordan, he epitomizes greatness, epitomizes um, excellence. And he's, you know, we, we think of him as this perfect basketball player, but he's failed quite a few times in his career. That kind of, you know, I can relate to that, obviously, because, you know, as a broker, we never bat a thousand. We never win every assignment. We never sell every listing. And, and you know, we, we can't be too hard on ourselves because, even the great ones fail and it's from failure that you really learn how to improve yourself you know you take that with you to the next listing and become better and hopefully you don't repeat your same mistakes over and over again so that's that's one other quote that um, that i kind of think about um as it relates to commercial real estate <laughs> no yeah and you and you touch base on them yeah and you touch base on them uh kind of in both the quotes so what's some kind of on that same getting practice, kind of polishing and making sure that everyone's kind of up to date on their tools and making sure that you're ready. What's some advice you would give to a new advisor just kind of getting into commercial real estate or just brokerage as a, as a whole? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, for, for all the young brokers out there that are just kind of just getting into this business, especially during this weird time, um, you know, it might feel like, man, this is just spinning my wheels, right? Things are, you know, I'm making the calls, but no one's doing anything. Deal deal velocity is at an all-time low. Um, but what I will tell them is, you know, this is this is my second 
and I haven't even been in the business that long. I've been in business maybe 13 years, but this is my second recession. And, you know, this too shall pass. I mean, we're, we're going to get through COVID. You know, this is just something that's a temporary event in our lives. You have to kind of have a long view of this industry, uh, a, long pers- a long game perspective on, mm-hmm. on this industry. Um, and, you know, it's easy to just kind of think in terms of today, think in terms of what's happening right now. But you also have to kind of look past that hump and think about, you know, a better, you know, a better tomorrow, six months from now, one year from now, one and a half years from now, when, when things are going to start to improve, clients are going to get back and, and start doing deals again. And we're starting to somewhat see that now. Um, so try and try and have a long um, long-term perspective on this industry and don't beat yourself down too much. If things aren't closing today, um, you know, I went through it myself during the first, you know, I got into the business in 2007, things were great. And then 2009 hit and then everything just kind of, you know, hit a wall. <laughs> Deals were, you know, not closing, you know, banks were not lending. Um, it just seemed like, you know, I was kind of scratching my head going, did I get into the right industry here? Am I doing the right thing? Uh, but having gone through that, I, I feel like I'm so much better prepared to, to tackle this upcoming recession that we're going through right now. And, um, and you know, as a, I think um, a lot of senior brokers will say, if you can get through this time, you can get through any time. You've been dropping gems this whole interview, and it's just really amazing to see your perspective as a leader. But we also know that this journey began really, really, really early with, you know, somebody taking you under their wing and the importance of internship, especially now during COVID, where those are really hard to come by and they're getting canceled left and right. So we want to know, like, how has mentorship affected your life? You know, who did you go to advice when you had a problem earlier in your career? Uh, great question, Michelle, because you're right. This is, uh, this is a strange time. And, um, you know, as, as brokers, we're constantly trying to solve problems for, for our clients, offer solutions to them. And, and these problems are sometimes really complex. And we're not always going to have the right answers. We're not always going to have access to all the data. Um, so it's important to, to be able to ask, you know, a senior broker, someone that you know and trust for their advice, for their perspective, because chances are someone has probably gone through something similar or someone knows another person that can offer some advice or help you get that deal to the finish line. So mentorship, especially during this period, is super, super important. Um, for me personally, there's um, the guy that hired me straight out of college. His name's Wayne Mesha. Um, you know, he, was, he had his own firm called Wayne Mesha Associates, which was acquired by Kidder Matthews. And, you know, he was the first guy that really gave me a shot and, um, you know, really believed in me. To this day, we've been really good friends. We talk, um, you know, every few months just, just to kind of check in with each other. And, um, you know, he's, he's been able to grow a, a brokerage himself from scratch in Silicon Valley to one of the top firms in Silicon Valley. So, um, a lot of times I'll call him, reach out to him and say, Hey, Wayne, what do you think about this? Um, you know, you know, this is my um, plan, my game plan moving forward. You know, is there any way that I can improve? Um, and, and, you know, he's able to give me some really good advice on how to, uh, how to approach really difficult situations. So that's, that's kind of one of the folks that I turn to, but, you know, 
just being part of a large organization like SBN, there's just so many individuals that's part of this group that you can turn to for for advice, for mentorship. You know, there's 1,620 plus advisors that's part of this brand. So there's just there's a plethora of individuals that can help out in any situation. So I encourage um, you know any younger broker to kind of seek out a mentor that's part of this brand or maybe even outside of this brand to help guide you through kind of this this difficult and weird time in this industry. So you touched base earlier, Robin, about how you used to generalize as a young broker and now kind of evolving in your career, you've narrowed it down and kind of focused on one asset class. Um, what made you go into this and then how has this evolved over time? Great question, Julian. Um, yeah, so, you know, as I kind of started out in the industry, as I mentioned, I was kind of doing a lot of different things spent a lot of time doing leasing, worked on some owner user sales here and there, a couple investment sales here and there. But um, really, um, the key to succeeding in this industry, I believe, is, is to be, a, to be a, an expert in, in one thing and be really good at it versus being kind of a jack of all trades. I really like investment sales transactions, and I like focusing on office products. And that's, that's where I spend a majority of my time. So um, being a uh, an expert in in that industry, you're going to develop relationships with people. You're going to become a, a market expert. You're going to be known as kind of the go-to guy, go-to gal when it comes to your particular product type. So whenever a client, whenever a prospect has any any questions or may have a requirement, they're going to call you first versus the other guy and or the other gal. And so that's that's something that I think you can you can benefit from being an expert in one, one area, one particular expertise, one particular product type versus being a generalist. You know, you, you would ask a question about how the, the, uh, the office space world has changed over the years. Um, it's definitely evolving. It's evolving today uh, with COVID. Uh, you know, back, back in the day, the, the big thing uh, was, you know, closed private offices, conference rooms, you know, high-walled cubicles. And then that transitioned into more of an open space floor plan, more of a collaborative environment. You know, it seemed like every tech company wanted that brick and timber look with just all wide open space. And now that we're experiencing COVID, that has changed the perspective of a lot of these companies. They can no longer have, um, you know, a wide open space floor plan because of all the COVID precautions that you have to take as an organization. And we're starting to see now companies going back to the old model of private offices, you know, you know, uh, more distance between each cubicle. And so that's something that's that's kind of interesting to see. And I actually, frankly, like that. Um, you know, I, I always hated the open space flow plan layout, but um, but uh, I think that's going to continue to change and evolve over the next uh, year or two here in the industry. Yeah, absolutely. And who, who knows what's, what's to come. But um, yeah, with that being said, Robin, we, we just wanted to thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule, uh, being on our first yeah. kind of rebooted episode of SVN on the go. Uh, thank you, guys. I really appreciate you guys having me, uh, Julian and Michelle. It was, it was a fun, fun experience being on the podcast, and I look forward to hearing more from you guys in the future. Absolutely. Thanks again, Robin. We'll talk soon. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Right, bye-bye.